You're listening to the Holy Hot Mess Mom podcast. I'm Heather, and I like to treat this podcast like we're just old friends sitting around in our jam jams with no makeup, a messy bun, and probably some sort of bodily fluid on our shirt from a child. In this show, we chat about homemaking, simplifying mommyhood, Jesus, and everything in between. This is a place where we embrace that life can sometimes be a crazy, beautiful, hilarious mess. I want to give you the encouragement, support, and some practical tips to help you thrive, even when some days you might feel like you're riding the Holy Hot Mess Express. So grab a cup of coffee or wine if it's been one of those days. Relax and let's chat. All right, here we are in episode 17. And today we have a little Faithful Friday and we're going to be talking about how to pray. So this is something I always struggled with because I always felt like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. Does God even hear me? You know, so this is just kind of an overview of some tools you can use that even if you're not even quite sure God exists or that he's there for you or that he loves you, it can help open the doors. So I always tell people something I read, I I don't know where, but it was beautiful that God is a gentleman and he only gently knocks at the door. You have to open the door and invite him in. And sometimes other people can pray, you know, that the door is open. But a lot of times you just have to open that door yourself. God's already within you if you've been baptized. Just a simple prayer, honestly, saying to him, I don't know if you're here. I don't feel your presence. You know, God, if you're there, I want I want to know and acknowledge and feel that you're there. One saint that I look up to for his prayer life is St. Ignatius of Loyola. You might have heard of St. Ignatius of Loyola before. He was the Spanish guy who was like really influenced in his youth about like finding courtly love and becoming a knight and doing these like great deeds and being recognized on an earthly level. Then he got really badly hurt in this 1521 battle with the French and he experienced this massive conversion. And while he's healing, he's reading all about Jesus and the saints who came before him and it all made him really happy. And he started to get these really great aspirations that someday he wanted to be a saint. He didn't want to do these earthly accomplishments. He wanted to become a saint. He realized these feelings are gifts from God that are accused for God's direction for him and therefore for us. I'll do a whole nother episode about the saints and how the saints are not to be worshiped. And they're just people that came before us that got to the goal that we're all going to. So he ends up writing this book called Spiritual Exercises, and it gives way to this whole spiritual direction movement that is attributed to St. Ignatius. So a lot of it is like finding a spiritual director, somebody you meet with like one-on-one who counsels you in your prayer life. It's not counseling for the sake of solving or handling your problems, but they give you tools to help you better deepen your relationship with God. I have recently been seeing a spiritual director and it's been really, really prayer life opening. So I wanted to share some of that because everybody should have this like growing prayer life. I mean, after all, God's whole purpose of salvation is is to have a relationship with us. And how do you have a relationship with somebody if you don't even know how to talk to them? It's not a one-way street either way. You want to talk to them and you want to feel God's presence back at you. 
basically Ignatian spirituality is this whole acknowledging that God is with us personally at all times, actually inviting him to make his presence known and felt to us. You just do this by spending more time listening than you do really asking. There's two ways to go about this praying, and we'll kind of go into the praying through scripture in another episode. That's a really nice way to kind of feel God talking to you through the word of God. But right now we're just going to talk about just that quiet sitting in God's presence prayer time. I'm going to give you a few tips. I think we've got like seven, seven little steps to enhancing your prayer life. So the first one is you're going to find a quiet prayer time and space at the end of the day where you're not going to be interrupted. I have been doing this in the bath. I light a whole bunch of candles. I put in like an essential oil smell that makes me feel happy and calm. I have a crucifix up on the wall so that I can keep my focus back on Jesus. I lock the bathroom door. (laughs) Nobody's allowed to interrupt me. And I spend a good, I've been spending a good 20 to 30 minutes in there. And honestly, the first few times I did it, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be checking the clock every four seconds. But really all of a sudden I opened my eyes and it's been 30 minutes and I've spent 30 minutes in quote unquote conversation. I don't actually hear the voice of God. So I don't want anybody to think like I'm going Looney Tunes. Some people do, and that's amazing. And I envy you, but I don't. So you're going to find this quiet prayer time and you don't have to be on your knees. You want to approach God like he's your friend. So you want to pick a position that makes you feel comfortable. So like laying down in a bed might work for you. For me, the second I lay my head on a pillow, I'm going to pass out. So sitting in a really comfy chair, maybe sitting on your back porch on a nice more uh, nice evening and you know sipping a glass of wine or something just whatever you can kind of tie this prayer time to so you do it every time you pray or almost every time you pray and so you're basically going to go through this examine of the day is what it's called and there's actually an app that I'm pretty sure is free I got it on my iPhone and it's called examine or the examine and it walks you through these steps I personally, I liked it for looking at it, but I don't like using it because I don't want my phone to distract me. So I just wrote this stuff on a sticky note. And when I forget what I'm supposed to do next or get distracted, I can look at that and see kind of where I'm supposed to go next. So you found this quiet prayer time and this space where you can't be interrupted. So next is you're going to spend a few minutes just closing your eyes and becoming aware of God's presence in your life, simply breathing letting God know that you want to be aware that he is in that space with you because he is, you know, God's with us always. That's what happened as of Pentecost. So, you know, the Holy Spirit descended and anybody who's baptized now has the gift of the Holy Spirit. So you're calling like, God, I want to feel you here. And if you don't feel it and you don't even think you're sure about God, admit that that's okay. Some of the greatest saints of all time really questions God in their presence. Mother Teresa was one of them. Anyways, so you're going to become aware of God's presence. And a lot of time, that's just me saying like, God, I want you here. You know, I want to feel that you're here and feel that I'm in a relationship with you. Remember, you're trying to chat with a friend. It's casual. Then you're basically going to ask God, the spirit within you to help you reflect about your day. 
The day could have been complete chaos, but you're just basically going to go through from the time you woke up until the time you went to bed and just review things. And when things pop up that you're thankful for, God, thank you. Those kids slept in an extra 30 minutes today. Thank you that I got to drink my coffee while it was nice and warm. It made me feel super cozy, you know, anything like that. Then also your faults, you know, when you come to my example for today, God, when my daughter peed on the floor because she forgot to go to the bathroom in time, because she got distracted playing Barbie dolls and I had to clean up a floor that I just mopped yesterday. You know, I confess this like really bad anger that I had and the yelling, please be with me next time something like this happens so that I don't react like that. So you're just reflecting on your day going through it. You know, thank you for a great workout. Thank you for my husband coming home from work early so that, you know, he can help me with the kids. You're reviewing this day with gratitude, but you're also reviewing it with apology for the times you fell, so, fell short. And when you do feel short, fall short, try to be aware of how these faults and these sins are making you feel. So one of the biggest things with St. Ignatius is that he, you know, he used the feelings to kind of guide us. Like, what does God want me to do based on this feeling? And if the guilt and frustration that you feel when you fall short and you're yelling as a mom, my example, you know, maybe that's God telling you that you are so frustrated. And this is a perfect example because this is exactly what happened today. I was trying to pay bills and find um, the extra money we're dumping on loans for this big debt snowball we're doing. And I'm trying to do this while all the kids are awake. And so I just keep yelling at the kids to go in the backyard and leave the little kids alone. And why are the little kids crying? And I feel so much guilt over that because I yelled, but it's not even the yelling. It's that I never would have been that short with anybody had I just put that off put all the spreadsheets off and decided to do them when the kids weren't awake because I was just so short with them because I wasn't getting what I wanted done. But you know what? I could have waited. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of how this feeling can guide you in your actions for the day. So you could even go through like, I talked to my friend on the phone today and I'm concerned for her. And maybe God's giving you this feeling that you're supposed to reach out and help her in some way. So you're really going to pay attention to the feelings you feel for this, these faults, but then really giving praise and thanks for the good things that happen because you have to acknowledge that all good things are gifts from God. So by now, some sort of like general thought or theme could like a feature of the day could be coming around. For me, probably my impatience and my yelling for today is going to be my examine. So you're basically going to ask the spirit to just direct you to something during the day that God thinks is particularly important. And that may be a positive thing or a negative thing. Maybe it's a positive thing that you did really well with your nutrition and it makes you feel proud of yourself. And, you know, God wants you to keep putting your nutrition higher priority in your life. And maybe it could be the yelling. It may be some vivid moment of peace or some encounter with another person that really stands out. Just something that really seems like God is pushing it to the front. So you're just going to think about it and you're going to pray about it. You're literally just going to say whatever comes to your mind. Something like, God, I know you're really bringing to my mind this guy that was on the side of the street the other day that I saw with a sign that said, stop and pray with me. And I don't really know why you're having me say that or think that. And, you know, can you bring it to my heart? Like why that 
is so much on my heart, why that is really something that you're kind of forcing importance on me. You're going to ask God anything that comes from your heart and you're just going to keep talking. And then when you don't really know what else to say, just sit and be quiet. That's all you have to do. And then when, when another question pops up, ask that too, and just sit and try to quiet your, your thoughts in your mind. And just an FYI, I don't say any of this actually out loud. It's all like talking in my brain. (laughs) Okay. So then the next step is you're going to look forward to tomorrow. So you're going to basically ask God to give you light and strength and grace for tomorrow's challenges. You can anticipate the challenges with your kids, with work, with finances, anything like that. You're going to pay attention to the feelings that surface as you think about what's coming up, you know, is payday tomorrow? And are you thankful for payday? But are you apprehensive because you know, you've already spent the money that's coming into the account? Or are you super cheerful because payday is coming and you know that you guys have budgeted and done really well the past two weeks and you get to dump $500 on a loan? Or do you have like the lighted anticipation? You're going to allow these feelings to turn into prayers like and seeking as guidance. You know, we are on this big debt-free journey and we hope to be completely debt-free of our school loans by September of this year. And so every night when we're praying the examine, we ask him for strength to make great financial choices and to stay on our budget because praying it one day and then hoping the whole rest of the year goes out well, doesn't really happen. But praying it every night is a phenomenal reminder and he helps you in the journey that you're taking, especially because we know it's a journey he has pushed into our you know, the importance of our lives. St. Ignatius really encouraged people to talk to Jesus like a friend. So you're ending this daily exam with a conversation. You know, you're just kind of recapping anything you still feel bad about. Ask forgiveness for your sins and ask for protection and for help and for wisdom for Simons to come and help you carry your crosses and do it all in the spirit of gratitude that our life is a gift and everything given in us as a gift, you know, God, please help me to be more patient with these children because they are the greatest gifts you've ever given me. Things like that. Something I really suggest is going and downloading that examine app, or you can go to ignatianspirituality.com. You can see all this stuff. It's kind of hard to go through their whole website. Like I keep clicking on stuff and it's pulling up and it's saying like, this page isn't found and blah, blah, blah. I actually made a free resource. If you're interested, you can actually go to holyhotmessmom.com slash fill your cup. And it's actually a 10 day faith challenge with a free workbook. And it includes this how to pray examine, how to pray when you're reading scripture. It includes a Bible reading plan if you've never read the Bible before, kind of a sheet for each of these 10 days for this daily examine so that you can actually print it out, write down those things as you're praying through them. And it's just a really good resource and it's free. And I hope it helps anybody in their prayer life. You know, we're starting from everything as simple as like, how do I know God's there to how do I read the Bible and how do I get anything out of it? I will see you next time on the podcast. 
This episode is over, but there's lots more content for you to check out on my website. Head over to holyhotmessmom.com for all sorts of downloads, posts, and ridiculous stories, as well as the show notes for today's episode. Don't forget to find me on Instagram and Facebook at Holy Hot Mess Mom, as well as in our exclusive Mama Facebook group by searching Holy Hot Mess Mamas. That's Holy Hot Mess, M-A-M-A-S, so we can connect, share, encourage, uplift, laugh, and be virtual best friends. Do you have a topic or something you want to hear about on the show? Shoot me an email at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. I'd love to hear your suggestions. If you like this episode, would you do me a huge favor and head over to your podcast app and give us a rating and review so that more ladies can find our podcast. The more great reviews we have, the wider we reach with our support, tips, laughs, and encouragement. I would really appreciate it. Until next time.